Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan, Jesse, Go, we're joined by the great Mark Marin for a trip from San Francisco to Los Angeles or something like that. I don't know. I'm pretty incoherent. Okay, let's go. It's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I have to admit, Jordan, I step up as I speak into this microphone. I am punch drunk Mm. from driving nine hours from... I can't even remember what the name of the city I was born and raised in. <laughs> sure. Sanford from actually from Mill Valley, California, my yep. wife's hometown, uh, all the way down here to Los Angeles. I started at ten started packing the car at ten AM um and arrived here at uh seven thirty, like the second that we were supposed to start recording this podcast. I have I am seeing lights, I am dizzy. Um, what did this, you take in San Francisco? Hold on, you have not been introduced. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh, you sound like you're describing some sort of acid trip, not a long drive. Okay, let's introduce our guest. Here. <laughs> I, you know, I'm doing this all wrong. I apologize. Do you want to start over? No, I don't want to start over, I Mark. Don't, I don't. Know I just to... want to power through this thing. Oh, there's a look. There's. A I don't want to be here. None of us want to. You don't do want to be. Here. <laughs> I was just thrilled that I actually came over with temp- I You said that uh, Jordan might be a little late, yeah. and then you texted me that he's almost here, and I said, I'm leaving now, and I live nine minutes away from Jesse Thorne. Yeah, we're it's like, true. We're neighbors. Yeah, we're the... We're, you know what? We're the, mayor, we're the co-mayors of Podcastville. Our guest, by the way, Mark Marin <laughs> from the hit podcast WTF. It stands for what the fuck. Sure. I can say that. This is a podcast. Yeah, fuck yeah, you can. Shit yeah. Hell yeah, fuck yes. Yeah. God damn. 9-11 was an inside job. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, so that's, Hold that's on. less. <laughs> Hold on. We're not occupying Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, um, so I did some Twitter support of that, though. Oh, that's I, good. I'm with them in Twitter spirit. In, in Twitter spirit. Yes. That's the big. That's the big step. Yeah. That's when you really know you. It's, that's you're out on a ledge. Sure. Once you tweeter it. Yeah. I know this because I learned when I when I created the Iranian Revolution by changing the color. That of was my, you. Mm-hmm. That was me. That's awesome. I changed the color of my avatar on Twitter, and yeah. now Iran has a new president or something. That, I don't know. I stopped reading about. And it. And I changed the course of sexual relations in America with the hashtag. You know she's a hoe. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. So I did a lot of like. I believe I was the first to to use the uh, the punchline. Just saying. Mm. Oh yeah, just yep. saying. Yep, I, just that was me. saying. Boy, that was me. This is kind of a Mount Rushmore in here. I didn't yep. know all of us did so much to shape our cultural but, landscape. But, look, I, but I did try to. I did tweet today. Uh, <laughs> I asking whether or not I I invented uh, Chipotle hummus, and c- clearly mm. not. Clearly uh, not. I you know I don't even know what. I didn't, wasn't aware that Chipotle served hummus. Not Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle pepper hummus. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of the... And everybody said, no, that's the one thing. If you ask a question on Twitter, you're going to get some Google links. Mm. You're yeah. going to get some links gotcha. to some recipes. Mm. So then I, 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 uh, I parlayed that into, uh, okay, did, maybe I didn't invent Chipotle hummus, but did I invent Chipotle hummus ice cream? <laughs> you know what? I think that I think it's possible, Mark. Yeah. I'm not certain about this. I think it's possible that my dog Coco thinks that she invented that she invented Chipotle hummus and she was very upset when you brought up the idea that you might have. No, she tweeted that I hadn't. I definitely oh, yeah. invented Arby's tahini. <laughs> That's another. That doesn't. Okay. Yeah, well, you know. That's fine. Why not? Can I check I think my Twitter? It's fun. Yeah. Can Anything. I check my Twitter? Can Mark, I can I check don't my Twitter? lay off the Twitter. It's been like ten seconds. Can how I check can my Twitter? How can you be? How can you be so, Mark? What do you? Let me ask you this. Important I'm starting Twitter to freak question. out a little. <laughs> Mark, what? do you send when someone sends you a when you say something? You're a comedian, so you'll make an you'll make a you'll make a a joke. I have on a, Twitter from time to time. Sure, and I also have a uh, NT uh, EP. I have a no troll engagement policy mm-hmm. that sometimes I'm I'm good at. Sometimes I get sucked in, mm. and then then problems occur. I'm proud to say I've only blocked two people ever out of the seventy thousand some odd followers that sure. I have. Only blocked two, and it was just because I didn't want to see. They were like they were like shitting in my yard. 
I that's block. That's how I look at it. Here's my policy, Mark. I don't. I, I have to admit, I don't have seventy thousand followers. Um, I only have twenty thousand. How many do you have? That wasn't Jordan? a humble brag. I wasn't bragging. Um, I was just. Right. But this <laughs> is this is this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for example, earlier today. I'm, I tweeted, I saw this guy wearing sports sandals. Yeah. I was in San Francisco, so I was seeing sports sandals. Can, now, I might not be able to, I mean, I'm sure I'll be able to picture it, but I don't know what a sports sandal is off the top of my head. Just picture a, a hiking sneaker, mm-hmm. but then make it into a sandal somehow. Yeah, okay. that you can also walk in riverbeds with. It's okay. like, yeah, you can swim with them. It's mm-hmm. like a, the original would be your Tevas. Sure. Okay. But then that has transmogrified into something that's even weirder and grosser than a Teva, which is like, it's like a trunning shoe, but with weird panels missing. See, now that's too much. You just really need a sandal that you can shower at the Y with. <laughs> I mean, that's really what those sandals are for. Um, and so, so I, I, made a, I made an offhand joke about, uh, about those shoes. Mm-hmm. And I know, I mean, I should have known that the reality is that in the Twitter community, you're looking at a 40% sport sandal rate. You know, because you got to figure at least you got to figure ten percent are wearing normal human being shoes, fifty percent are wearing those shoes with toes, and then forty percent are wearing sports sandals. That adds up, right? That's about right. That's a hundred percent. I'm not wearing a sports sandal, but I am wearing a sandal. I, I think your numbers might be off. I don't think that people will wear sports sandals every day. They probably have them. You're wearing, but here's the thing. You're enjoying a weekend in Los Angeles. Is it the weekend? You're also wearing cut-off jeans. All right. Yeah, I, but I, you're living a Hollywood lifestyle. You're we, just enjoying yourself. So someone came back at me. Okay. Someone came back at me yep. and said something perfectly reasonable. Well, may, maybe a little bit shitty, but largely reasonable. Like about why why do you what do you get out of putting people down? who have different tastes than you, or something like that. You know what I did? I fucking blocked them. Fuck them. I don't need them. Not That's my policy. In, not interested in that dialogue. That wasn't, even, that wasn't even trolling. You, what are yeah. you afraid of, Jesse? Yeah. I'm I afraid mean, of I, dissent. <laughs> really? I don't, here's the thing. The thing that I want from Twitter is I want to hear nice things or nothing. Nice things or nothing. There's got, this moment. Did you see this? I got a feeling that this afternoon you're going to be but, surprised. But Jesse, is that maybe? What if that guy had a nice things or nothing, and he felt like you were insulting his tastes? Well, then he should, should unfollow me. That's fine. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Did you see this? Did you see this Mel Brooks Dick Cavett special on HBO? I did not. Okay, it was great as you would expect. I mean, two of the two of the you know greatest guys. Um, there's this great part where Mel Brooks brings up. One of his lesser films. I can't remember which one it was, but let's say To Be or Not To Be. Um, I, I, Surely was a, it wasn't Robin Hood Men in Tights. To Be or Not To Be was a remake of uh, Ernst yeah, uh, Lubitsch film. Exactly, I yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, I just wanted to sound smart for a minute. Um, and, oh, if you want to, hey, if you want to sound smart, just, just drop Lubitsch. You always drop Lubitsch. Yeah. Dropping Lubitsch is, mm-hmm. yeah. And he said, like, when I was making To Be or Not To Be, and then there was this smattering of applause mm-hmm. in the audience. And Mel Brooks, all 89 years old of him, turned to the audience and said, no, please. Everyone applaud or no one. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like the greatest thing I've ever seen someone sure. do on television. My policy is you say something nice or fuck it. You're off the list. Because I don't have the emotional capacity. Here's the thing. You've been you, over years of... Uh, of uh, building an audience of Air America listeners, the n- most emotionally needy people in the world. I've lost a lot of them. But over the years of building them and telling them about the cats you rescued, yeah. you developed an emotional capacity that I simply don't have. Yeah. My engagement with the audience on an emotional level, if anyone comes with any critique at all that is couched in anything other than me knowing exact... Look, if Davin... If Oni David mm-hmm. wants to say something thoughtfully critical of something, that's fine. If Cracksworth <laughs> sure. wants to say, make a thoughtful critique, that's fine. But if some random guy wants to come to me and talk about sports sandals, fuck it, I'm blocking him. Because I got all these other people, it's going to be fine. If he doesn't like it, he doesn't have to hear it, See, it's fine. You're saying that you have healthy boundaries and that you're <laughs> willing to dismiss anyone who doesn't agree with you or blow smoke up your ass or at least somehow seem like something 
uh, that is proactive to you. Yes, exactly. It works for Mugabe. Yeah, but but see, he's also has you know his audience. It's hard to grow that audience. It worked for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, excuse me. It worked for Gaddafi. Look Mm -hmm. at the great outfits he got to wear. Oh, so you're going in that route? Well, you know he's alone now, and (laughs) uh, he's paying people to like him. So that's where you're headed. You know, so I don't. If I got the bucks, you know, I don't have to deal with a lot of internet. Nast nastiness, um, sure. And but I sometimes think that that's a sign that maybe I'm not successful enough. No, what it's a sign of is that you have built your entire public persona around the idea of never saying anything that might bother anyone. Some okay. people, but some people who but are some, really don't you think that would piss off some people to the point that they would say something mean about me? <laughs> no, I. Someone will always say something mean about you. Yeah. If you if you went on the internet now. You could find something said about you that was mean and hurtful because 90% of the people that post comments yeah. on anything are hurting people. No, I think you're masterful at your art. I know, all I know is that when we had guests on who went on their website and wrote an essay about how they thought I was a murderer and or rapist, <laughs> uh, those people left you out of the essay completely, sure. despite the fact that you yeah, were the I one who of, was late. I kind of wanted to be in the essay, too. I would have wanted, yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, here's what, I'm, here's what, I'm, here's what I'll propose, and I might, I might eat these words. I'm open to a little criticism. I don't feel like I get enough of it. If somebody and it would make me feel more successful, you know what? The only criticism about me, the only criticism I've ever heard of you, Jordan, mm-hmm. is that you sound too much like David Cross. Hey, you know what? Fucking blow that out of the water. How does that reflect poorly on my lifestyle? Yeah, it's you got, know, yeah, it's just a coincidence. So, I mean, you're not. I mean, I don't, maybe I'm maybe I'm copying him. Well, then overtly. Then, okay. Well, then that, I would have a criticism. Yeah, uh, I think that you should stop copying David Cross. Wow. How's that feel? You don't like it as much as you thought. Because you know what that was? Yeah. That was a classic non-criticism attack. Yeah. Jordan, it, I think you're too charming. Could you have, added, could you have added faggot in there somewhere? Okay, you faggot. Yeah. Stop, stop copying David Cross, faggot. I kind of like this. See, that's I better? No, no, kind of like it. Yeah. I, I, I was it hard. feels like I've made it. It feels Jordan. like you're paying attention. You're thinking about me. Maybe you're kind of jealous of me. That's why you're doing it, you know? Like, I'm frankly that's... not really familiar with Can what I you do. No, that's, I... that's, it's, that, that, this is it, basically. You one... are. You are, and you don't know it. Can I ask one you're favor completely of you, familiar Jordan? with what Just I do. while Mark is insulting you, could you, like, put a blanket on your lap or something? My dick too big? My big dick making you uncomfortable? Your bone zone. Can you, I don't want to be in your bone zone. Can you add faggot onto that? I don't want to be in your ba- I'm bone I'm not sure who, the, who that would be in this particular... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, all, it's all of us right now. <laughs> oh, We'll be back in just a second. I'll go to this. We go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mark Marin, host of WTF and semi-popular comedian. That is, that is true. You're, you're more, you're, you're mod. I'm going to go past semi all the way to uh, somewhat. Okay, fine. You know, I, I, don't, I didn't come here to take shit from a well-dressed man. Do you understand? Well, good. I'm dressed like a guy who just drove across the country. I know I heard your driving cross-country story. I know that the five is a difficult drive, and I know you have a baby. All right, but you're not fucking... Hey, talk, Marin. What? Talk to me when you created life. I, wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, I, 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 don't, that. I don't need this sort of weird, you know, <laughs> boomer heroics of finally <laughs> reproducing. You know, I'm so tired of people like, you know, you talk, well, you have a kid. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I won't. How does that grab you? Maybe I'll go on living my life exactly <laughs> the way I want to live it and doing the things I want to do without feeling responsible for another human life that you'll grow to resent and he'll grow up hating you. Is it a boy? Yeah. All right. Well, you lucked out there, didn't you? Uh, I know. I know. But, well, you know, the good news is, here's the good news, Mark. Uh, we were up in the Bay Area having having a kind of... Uh, yeah, having a kind of welcoming line of relatives. Because my, I've talked about this on the show before, but I have about five relatives, including my parents. And my wife has about 500, 
and they all live within a three-mile radius of her parents' house in Mill Valley, California. So we have to have put on an event. They can't come see the baby. There's just too many of them. So we have to put on an event where we put the baby in its little cage. A manger? Yeah, we put the baby in a manger. We <laughs> set a, up a sure, little you crash. Get a, yeah, you get a you get a plug-in llama to look over it. <laughs> yeah, we actually got a real donkey, uh-huh. oh, which wow. is good but smelly. Sure. Yeah, it's good I to mean, have around a newborn too. Good for verisimilitude, yeah. sure. bad for odor. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we had to have you know you dress up as an angel. I've been here to watch twice. over the baby. I've been here twice in the last week. I've not seen this so-called baby. Um, this uh, this uncle. One of Teresa's mm-hmm. uncles. Oh, Mark, you're sitting on it. Oh, God. No. One of Teresa's uncles, who's absolutely one of my favorite, um, absolutely one of my favorite relatives in my wife's family. I generally like my wife's family, but he, he's, he's a real charmer. Um, and he gave Simon, our eight-week-old baby, a Nerf football. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to parse that right now. Did he throw it at the kid? <laughs> I don't think that he <laughs> did. Threw he it launch at the kid. it out of a cannon, American Gladiator style. <laughs> we did set up a sort of American Gladiator style. Is your wife's uncle Nitro <laughs> or Ice? The kid can hug the ball. You know what I mean? He's probably yeah. just trying to wire the kid for sports because he sees you. And <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if this is a commentary on oh, me. Oh, is that a little, sl- yeah, a little slight? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's not going to get this from you. Yeah. By um, the way, I'm going to have a kid. Really? Probably. Oh yeah. I don't know. I got a girl that wants one. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just don't. I you say so you're going to put one in there? That's what she keeps asking in those words. Wow. Yeah. The, I, uh, you know, where does I, she point? No, I wonder. When are you going to put a baby in me? And then she points both fingers at her vagina. Gotcha. So, I was wondering I'm if she was pointing to her stomach or her vagina in that situation. No, it's both fingers at the vagina. Okay. And, you know, when, when, when. Yeah, now, yeah. No, that's not true. She has uh, talked about it. She's younger than me. She'd like one. I don't know whether or not I'd like one or not. I, I've just somehow not really thought about it. All I know is that when I do think about it, I panic. About it. What now? How every, will this, every part of it. Well, you have to. I've heard that babies cannot be around cats because there's a special, some sort of bacteria in their feces that hurts pregnant women. Would you be prepared to part with the cats if this. Dude, my last happened? wife who left me was horribly allergic to cats. Oh, uh, okay. Used to lay in bed sneezing, <laughs> and I would say, What do you want me to do? <laughs> they live here. Yeah. Exactly. And, and and you heard X. So I'm sure that yeah. was on the list of reasons to yeah. move on. Hmm. That and I would never bring this man's baby into the world. I'm, re, you know, I'm paraphrasing. But uh, yeah, it okay. might happen. It might happen for me. I'm I just have saying, to ask man. you a baby-related question. This has come up in, in my own life and yeah. on this program. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, maybe a month or two ago on this show, I mentioned that I want to figure out a way to, to raise a child who doesn't hate sports. Mm-hmm. I said he can be any. He can be bad at sports. He can be. Uh, he can like musicals. He can be any kind of person he wants. He and he doesn't have to love sports. He doesn't have to be a sports fan. I just don't want somebody in my house that's one of those people that always goes around complaining about sports. Okay, look. Here's something that I know from my own past. I've talked about it on my show before. It's important to give a kid. A healthy sense of competition. Uh-huh. Uh, I was never given that. Uh-huh. You know, when I did sports, I was always on the shittiest teams. I broke my nose in center field. I was afraid of balls, you know, of all kinds. Uh, and I and I don't have that. And You're I'm talking not, polo. Sure, I did shuttlecock. Some, I did some water polo. Okay, I, you know, I was actually okay at water polo. Okay. Isn't water polo the one where they grab each other's balls a lot? Speaking of balls. I, not, that didn't happen to me. It okay. happened in the locker room, but that was a different situation. <laughs> gotcha. Does but, a shuttlecock count as a ball? I think I counted it as a ball. In I, I, I don't know. But it, yes. my, my point anyway. is... Well, I'm, you're uh, talking about cocks and balls. Sure. If you give a kid a healthy sense of competition, it, yeah. will, it, will, it is one of the most important things. If, if a kid is able to understand that not everything is life-threatening, <laughs> that if you lose... <laughs> You will not die, and you'll do anything not to lose, including fuck the game up for everybody else. I'll tell you Are what. Are you a good loser? I'm, You're yeah. a guy that blocks people on Twitter for I just I have a hard time. G- I, have try, I try not to get into competitions because I hate losing. Well, that's something you've got to not to pass on. Yeah, okay. So I know – th- here's the thing about sports and kids I, that I know from my own experience. 
I played I played little league baseball. It wasn't actually little league baseball, but the equivalent of little league baseball in the San Francisco Parks Department until I was until I aged out of it. So until I was fifteen, and I played. I, I started off at this, and I lived in an urban neighborhood. So these were what you might call urban teams. And the first team that I played on, I, I was black. Uh, not largely blacks. I didn't live in a black neighborhood, but Latino, Latino, mo- like at least half Latino, um, you know, one quarter Tongan guys and that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> Tongan. They're oh, they're interesting. Any hackers? <laughs> there, was, there was, you know, now that you mention it, the Mac from the Mac versus Justin Long was on my mm, team. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I. I, I would play that would be a funny kind of urban teen, like a hacker from a '90s like action movie, like a guy with like a faux hawk, and maybe he's got like 3D glasses on and <laughs> rollerblades. I don't know. I played on a team where the coach was this guy called Reggie, mm-hmm. and Reggie was uh, Reggie was exactly what you would think a kid's baseball coach in an urban context would be. Like he was he was a black guy. He was about five foot three, probably weighed 225 pounds. Like he looked like. Violet Beauregard after she ate the blueberries or whatever. That's probably the wrong one. Violet Beauregard's no, the one right. who wants the world. And Okay. So he was, a, he was sort of round. <laughs> I like the self-correcting yeah. Wonka reference. He was, he was sort of round. And he had a, a kind of Wonkopedia in here. Yeah. He, would yeah. teach us, he would teach us to yeah, do different stuff, but he wasn't too serious about it. He was like the median. Yeah. And then I had these two other coaches yeah. in the course of my time. My first coach was this coach called Tim. And Tim literally drew, drove a two-door car that had one door. It was like a Mercury Marquis. Did like he have the 74 Mercury. Oh, God, I hope not. Yeah. But probably he did, frankly. Right. But they would, be, they would be distributed. Yeah. Um, he would, like, it was one of those kind of cars where when it pulled up, I mean, it was a really, a truly a classic hoopty. Yeah. Like, it was a car that when it drove up, you were surprised every time that it had made it there. And he would, yeah, he would put kids in it. Kids would be driving around a car that literally had one door. One, one door, one hole. And Tim, I now realize, was often drunk at our practices. But he made us do, and he, was, he would swear. Was he getting paid for this? Why was he doing this? Yeah, he, of course, yeah. No, this is Can not... I ask you a question? Did you recruit someone named Kelly Leakes to save the team? <laughs> We actually, you know what? We looked at the rule book. Yeah. There was no rule against having an orangutan on the mm. team. What so. about? Did you consider maybe getting a Teen Wolf? <laughs> so we brought we. So Tim was like, but here's the thing about Tim. And Tim was my coach when I was like, I don't know, seven and eight maybe, or nine and ten. Sure. Um, coach pitch. Yeah. And um, Tim, and this was again definitely not a world of volunteer coaches. Uh, these, these were paid. These were paid parks employees. Um, Tim, Tim would do drills with us. Like he would do a thing where there was a ping pong paddle inside a sock with some foam duct tape to it. We had to put that on our hand and use it to field ground balls to teach us to use both hands. Wow. That is some creative yeah, right. coaching. I know, and it was looked sh- like whatever. Sounds like it came from some sort of maybe S and M enthusiasm. However, maybe it was something. However shitty looking you're imagining this tube sock with a yeah. with a broken off ping pong paddle, and it was shittier looking. Right. But here's the thing: like Tim, despite being drunk, despite having a one door car, despite having these, like he really cared about teaching us how to do a good job. And one of the cool things, like the thing that's really rewarding about being on a sports team, is when somebody is teaching you how to be better at the sport, and you're getting it. And you're improving, and you're like, hey, look at this. I can get better at stuff. Like, we can all work together and achieve something. Now, I had this other teacher. This one year, I don't remember what happened. Somebody forgot to sign us up for something. But me and my friend Jody ended up on this team way out in the avenues. And this lady was a teacher. I can't think of what her name was. But I don't know if this woman was on probation or what. But this woman had the most positive attitude you could ever imagine but literally did not know the rules of baseball. So she would just yell. Our practices would just be her yelling. I just have seared into my mind, You're, don't kill the gophers. That's what she would yell when we would swing too low. 
Oh. Oh, that's cute. That's she, all she knew. She knew a cute thing. Yeah, she, keep your eye on the... She would literally yell, keep your eye on the ball, as though that was meaningful She should yell, baseball, us. play baseball. Exactly. And then at the end, she would tell us what a great job we did, and we'd be like, bitch, we did a horrible job. <laughs> and... So all I know is I would much rather She's have like, care, Tim. Carob for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. Have some carob chips. And she was, frankly, like she was a little bit, she was a little bit shady too. Like I mm. really think it might have been her, her community service or something. But she did maintain a positive attitude. But I quit after three weeks and my poor friend Jody stayed on the team. They ended up losing every game. Mm. And my other teams weren't that great. Um, they probably made a lot of great God's eyes. <laughs> We might have not of Ohos. And I do think... Is that what you call them? Yeah. I do hope that my... I, I do hope that my kid has the chance to be on a team with a coach that doesn't make them... That doesn't necessarily feel bad, but genuinely challenges them, even if he's mental and has a three-day growth of beard all the time and <laughs> so you, drives a Granada with one door. So what you need to teach your kid is... Don't judge, even if you have to put a weird thing on your hand. Uh huh. You might yeah. learn something. Sure. That's thank you. We'll be back in just a second. I'm Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mark Marin, the guy in the chair. It's great to have you on the show, Mark. Host of WTF, WTFpod.com. Today's oh, guest, Jesus. John Hamm. What? Did I mention No one asked! No one asked! Sorry. Brian Cranston. No, on what? Okay. This show, uh, this show, Jordan Jesse Go, mm. brought to you this week by Fuely.com. Mm. F U E L L Y.com. This is a website where you can track the fuel economy. Mm hmm. Of your motor vehicle. Is that how you say both of those words? Uh, fuel economy. Okay. I believe that's correct. Vehicle. Of your vehicle. Okay. The fuel economy mm-hmm. of your vehicle. The only way to track it, online. At fuelly.com. The only website that allows you to track your fuel economy. Economy. I know. The economy's in quite a state. That's why I'm voting for Mitt Romney. He's run a business. I know he can run a country. <laughs> That's <laughs> all correct. Fuelly, Fuelly.com. The official app of Mitt Romney. <laughs> it's the Mitt Romney of websites. <laughs> Handsome, reliable Mormon. MittRomney.com at Fuelly.com. That's good, right? Yes, MittRomney.com at Fuley.com. That's, I'm sure, what they wanted us to say. That's what I'm sure they paid their money for, for you to say MittRomney.com at Fuley.com. Visit Utah. <laughs> Is that part of it? Yeah. Oh, God, I wish I had hair like that. Mitt Romney. It's nice. God, so much hair on that man. Yeah. MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron if you want to get up on the Jumbotron in a future episode. It's cheap. 100 bucks for a personal message, 250 for a commercial message. If you want to sponsor the show for real... Email our development director, Teresa, Teresa at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. The program is Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mark Marin, host of WTF Pod. Why did I just give the site out? I'm host of the WTF Podcast. You made that whole, you made that your nickname because you want to plug your fucking podcast every segment of our show. That's what's going on here, Marin. Oh, who do I have on the show? Is that what you're asking me today? I have John Hamm. No, nobody from, asked that, Mark. Oh, nobody asked Who's going to be on the show John on Hamm. Thursday? That's uh, Brian no, Cranston no one, from Breaking Bad. Asked, the, uh, I'm so glad. Never, no one brought it up. I'm so glad that you're having Emmys week on your little comedy podcast, Mark. We have serious shit to do. We have listeners out there who depend on us for momentous occasions every week. And if they don't get it, they're going to be sitting at home crying like the characters on the hit show Breaking Bad and Mad Men. All right, let me try it again. I'm Mark Marin, host of WTF, also a stand-up comedian. By the way, I'm Jesse Thorne, producer of WTF for Public Radio. <laughs> oh, so you're plugging my show through your skills. I'm Jordan, occasional <laughs> listener to WTF. Occasional? Yeah. Just, All right. You got Just somebody, people you know? Have you got somebody good on? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. You do this all the time? Well, uh, this the, show? Yeah, I do, yes. No, okay. Yeah. Um, I listen to it occasionally. 
No, and you're you've usually never, on it. You've yeah, never yeah, listened yeah. to it. I have listened to it you've once. You've never listened to it. I listened to it once, so last time I was You've never on, listened to Drew. You listened to how, your how'd you episode. How'd you sound? I didn't, I didn't, I listened to it while I was doing it. I didn't. Oh, okay. That's what's the answer. Yeah. You're wearing headphones. That's yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Right, right now, okay. you're wearing headphones. Sounds like a show right now. Um, can, shall we go to the momentous occasions? Yes. Was that my cue? Hey, JJ Go. Uh, this is Kevin in Chicago. Uh, I just wanted to call with the momentous occasion. Uh, my roommate in my dorm right now is uh, having sex while I'm in the room. I'm trying to do my homework right now. I kind of snuck off to the bathroom to make the call, but he's in there just getting it on with some random chick that is one of his five oh. girlfriends. Uh, yeah, so. Don't you wish you had five girlfriends at once in college? Wouldn't that have been fun? Yeah. I, I know that I wouldn't be making a phone call if that were going on in the room, in the bathroom. I mean, that would be, that to me. You wouldn't get on the phone because you're worried about getting electrocuted. No, you'd be saying? masturbating. I mean, wouldn't you be? I mean, it, doesn't that? I mean, you, you got a guy in the room fucking some girl. I mean, either you're going to sit there and pretend like it's not happening, yeah. or go out of the room to masturbate. I would think. I mean, he seems a little jealous and a little beaten by this guy, anyways. Yeah, a little. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I, I'm a little jealous and beaten by this guy, honestly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I just want to have a date where the girl doesn't pull her phone out an hour into it. Wow. All right. So, well. I, I think that this is a great example of how porn has completely destroyed any social decorum around sex. Because <laughs> you think you could just jerk off whatever sex well, either starts way, to happen. How, but the guy's right there in the room. Yeah. This guy just starts having sex. I think, but I think that's a that's a roommate issue as old as time itself. I think that goes back to right. You know, but the roommate issue is that like if I start having sex, you've got to go to the library. Not like oh, yeah. somebody fucked up the code. I mean, you're not right. supposed like when sex is happening. If somebody there's not doing, supposed to be sitting there. If somebody's sitting there, sitting at their desk doing their homework, that's not the sign to put the dick in, <laughs> right? Well, it's just, well, that guy actually should have left. It seemed to me that that was just one of those that that kind of classic uh, dorm issue where you think the other person's asleep and then you start to bone down, but then they. But I guess he had. But he, he said he was the guy. doing he he his was homework. Doing oh, okay. Oh, I didn't hear that. You know that's the is? part that's I terrifying. Yeah, sure. Ter- you no, know, that is territorial fight. You're right. The guy is like, I'm not letting this happen again. Did you hear how he said? five girlfriends so this is not something yeah. that this has happened before and he's like this is my room too i'm doing my homework i don't give a shit if this guy is having sex with her i'm doing my homework although and in the middle po- of that he decided to call jesse to be fair it's yeah. possible it's possible that the guy who called in got back to his dorm room there was a sock on the door handle yeah he remembered that being the sign for come in and do your homework oh when sure actually it, means, it was a sign i'm well, yeah. it's a blue sock for come right. in and start oh, doing homework. This whole Black thing, sock. This is all sad. Yeah. Because I'd like to believe that what you're speculating is true, but I believe that this guy was sitting there doing his homework, just trying to mind his own business. And his roommate and they, is such an asshole that he's... See, that's the thing. If the roommate is such an asshole that he starts having sex right. while his roommate yeah. is right. in the room doing homework. But maybe right. that's like just some... Maybe the roommate... I mean, yeah, maybe this is a situation of like porn has desensitized. Maybe a guy needs to be being intrusive... In order to get off, like well, I need to be doing something. Oh, so you think it's a, it's a, it's one of the sexual hangups of the roommate? It might be. Yeah, he's like, well, if, if I'm that just guy's if, not there, if I'm alone in an intimate situation, can't I can't, I can't enjoy myself. But mm. if I'm putting someone else out, right, that's what really gets. me I hard. still think the call here was to masturbate, maybe even in the room. Like what? if if you're going to do that, yeah, how's this how's this working out? Well, maybe he masturbated before he left the room and then called. I mean, how long does it take to masturbate? That should have been in the call. Forty minutes, maybe. fifty minutes, seven. <laughs> Yeah, well. depending on how much time you have and what <laughs> sure. you're really looking for. If you're yeah. looking for relief, it's short. But if you're looking for an afternoon, pace it out a little bit. Yeah, but then you got to concern. Take a break. Concerned with a, chafing. Have a horchata. Chafing? No, you, you take just... an horchata break. Yeah, while you're jerking it, it reminds <laughs> you of the cum that's going to come out. Oh, gross. Where did that go? <laughs> I don't know. Um, hey, let's talk about my mom for a second here. Perfect. Yeah, second. Um, <laughs> Chris emailed, or Scott, excuse me, Scott emailed, he and his seven-year-old son, Max, went to my mom's garage sale this week. No, oh. My mom oh. had a garage sale. I posted it up on the Twitter. 
Because, you know, my mom needs customers, yeah. just like anybody else. She's sure. a businesswoman. And you want to give her out her address on the radio? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't I give yeah. out my mother's address? Sure. She, he brought his seven-year-old son. Uh, apparently, he lives in the Castro. My mom lives in the Mission District of San Francisco. Uh, he says that they, they patronize. He and his wife and son listen to Jordan Jesse go. No! Seven-year-olds shouldn't listen to yeah. Jordan Jesse go. What I want to know is what did they buy the kid that used to be yours, your first button-down collar shirt or perhaps your first That's your the first thing. doily? So apparently <laughs> my mom gave, gave this kid because she was excited that this, kid, that this kid knew who I was. Uh-huh. Um, she gave him a replica Winchester padlock and some animal bones that she found in her backyard. That's awesome. My mom is awesome. What yeah. she can, she still can't unload those uh, Jesse Thorne bobbleheads. <laughs> My mom is a great mom. She gave him some animal bones she yeah. found in the backyard. Well, that's for his first voodoo spell. <laughs> he wanted no. to do his first. Bones are good for kids. Yeah. No, though. Oh, I was going to say they choke on them. That's dogs, though. Yeah. No, yeah. but you can give like, bones to kids. If you get if you get a good story behind some bones to a seven year old. Oh yeah. Oh man, she probably said these are the bones. What's your mom like? Does she talk like that? Yeah, my mom is a my my mom is an elderly <laughs> Haitian voodoo priest. Yeah. She's like a she's like a gypsy out on the moors she said, who warns you about the wolf man. She said, "Nah, nah, nah, I'm gonna make these bones into a nice jambalaya for you." Uh huh. Uh huh. So a chef as well. Uh-huh. So that's <laughs> a, kind of a doomsaying chef. Kind of yeah. a, a doom I don't know predicting. if you I don't know if you've ever seen Blues Brothers two thousand, but she's a lot like Erica Badu's character in okay. that film. Right, well, she could have said, "These are the bones of the last child that came to a garage sale of mine." <laughs> so you're saying that she's she's hosting a haunted? Gr- it's sort of like it's oh, sort wait. of like how. Yeah. It's sort of like how Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm are haunted all during all of October. So is my mom's garage. Well, sale. we we know that your mom's house has been haunted since she left. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guest. Good job. Very funny. Like the nickname. Uh, anyway, I'm calling with the momentous occasion. This is Jack in Florida, and I just agreed to buy my teenage daughter condoms. Wow. Hey. All right. Later. Bye. See, that's a good momentous occasion. Yeah. We've never had that before. Yeah. And it's sexual, but not vulgar. Sure. No, it's a concerned father yeah. acknowledging, doing the right thing, but also kind of panically, is that a word? Panically acknowledging yeah, panically. that his daughter is fucking. A panoply of panically fathers. Yeah. I guess, yeah. here's, here's the thing that seems strange about that to me, and probably maybe even, maybe says more about my upbringing than it does well, about we this Well, the next line could have been, and then I killed her. <laughs> no, right, we didn't. We didn't get that. So it's a, it was a nice. That was a, a. That's a hard call for. Do you a, think? Do you think that he? I think in my imagination, he bought her the female condom. Oh <laughs> sure, maybe a dental dam. Yeah, got her a nice dental dam. Um, I. It's okay. I. I. I'm really in support of this guy, like not making his daughter feel bad about sex mm-hmm. and encouraging safe sex and being real and so, and that's all great, but. Had buy your own condoms, right? Does that not? Is no, that not you gotta, strange? If you're else? a parent, you got to do it because otherwise they're too scared to buy their own condoms, and then they're. Is pregnant. there an age thing on the condoms, though? I don't think so. I mean, it's also a girl. Is she gonna? There isn't. Okay. Well, then, yeah, it's a little. But it's a girl. Yeah. It's hard for a girl no, to go yeah, into a, sto- a teenage right. girl that's, to go into a store and buy condoms. Sure. I, I guess I just I'm always yeah that's weird. Why'd she bring her dad into this? Plus, where plus uh, the, maybe the girl doesn't know where to find the female condom. Sure, the female condom. You really think it's a female condom? Does anyone I, ever use those? Sure. What are those? Those are those arm bag size ladies. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bag ladies use them as hats. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, you know, I guess I always just I feel uncomfortable when I feel like a parent is too into the specifics of the sex life you, of their child. You know what happened? Mm-hmm. She, they had the talk. Yeah, the dad said, "You know, are you having sex?" She said, "Yeah," uh, or "I'm gonna." You know, I like this mm-hmm. guy, and he said, "Are you using condoms?" And she's like, "I've never, I've never." You know, the guy usually sure. has condoms. Like, I think he'll have one. Yeah, yeah. And the dad says, "Well, you got to get some condoms." She's like, "I'm not buying condoms," and he said, "I'm buying you condoms." What size do you need? Do you need the Magnum sure. condom? Let's show me with your hands. Yeah. Show me with you your like hands. Like a lubricated yeah. condom. Uh, show me. Yeah. yeah Describe right. your boyfriend's Johnson. <laughs> right. Will yeah. Do you want something flavored? Are colors, you, is it like oral colors? involved? Yeah. They're fun ones. You're not one of those chicks with hangups, are you? Yeah. I think this guy's a good dad. Yes. No, he is. You're Absolutely. right. You're right. I like. You know what I like. I like a heartfelt parent call because this is an all dads show now. 
And it's all you about alienating young people. Uh, no, I don't. I think he doesn't have kids. Jordan's just... never going to have kids. Well, then how's an all dad show? Jordan's never going to find love. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. You gonna take that? Do you I take this every? This the... If you can add faggot, into there, <laughs> I will take it as an honest internet criticism. Jordan is at half mast right now. It's true. I tell you, the life of a sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> we'll mm. be back in just a second. On Jordan, Jesse, go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mark Maron's looking at his phone. Mark Maron is lost. He's deep in his telephone. I'm a Twitter addict, and uh, I really have to come forward, and I have to... Uh, you don't to- reply to people on Twitter, do you? Sometimes. When, so, when you say something, like yesterday, I, m- I, made, I said something about sports sandals. And about how just because they're bad for sports doesn't mean that you should use them for other things. Right. And somebody sent me a message about sports sandals defending sports sandals, which is not... I mean, I was being flippant. Yeah, Mark. well, sometimes uh, flippant doesn't read. I know. I'm just being <laughs> flippant. I understand that. But you have to understand that in, in the form of tweets or texts, sometimes tone is easily misunderstood. Well, this guy got blocked. Anybody oh, who comes at me, if anybody who, no, that's my rule. Anybody who comes at me in any way. You throw up the block. I oh, just block them. Fuck them. I have, don't need them. You have a fear of intimacy. And uh, <laughs> I think that what you're, what you're missing is I have a. Yeah, do you uh, block your wife when she wants you to open up? Oh, that's oh, he went boy. too deep. Yeah, Look I'm what sorry. just happened. I'm he shut sorry. down completely. Yeah. He shut down. His wife completely. is his wife is blocked. I think He's not even moving. We, yeah. Oh, what did you do? Blo- I'm sorry, I didn't know you, you blocked Jesse completely. No, he blocked your question. Sure, I've never seen a physical manifestation of a block Whew. like we're living in it right now. Now, Jeez. how? Hold on, let me tweet him, Jesse. It's Mark. Just forget about what Jordan said. We're back on yeah. Jordan Jesse okay. Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, <laughs> America's <laughs> Radio <laughs> Sweetheart. <laughs> I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Mark Maron. I'm just here because apparently no one else could do it. Um, hey, how about the most <laughs> beloved segment in the history of Jordan Jesse Go? How about we welcome all the way from Oakland, California, or as Rappin' Forte once called it, the Biggity Biggity O, Mr. Jim Rayal, the master of Would You Rather. Jim, welcome to the program. Hey, gentlemen. It's nice to be back. Oh, it's always a pleasure to have our friend Jim Rayal on the show. Just for your edification, uh, Jim has been a, was a fixture of the Sound of Young America for many, many years doing Would You Rather. That's for all the folks who send us an email and say, why did you copy Would You Rather from Scott Ackerman? Is this a game? This is a game. All good. Here's, <laughs> here's how it's going to work, Mark. Okay. Uh, Jim is going to present us with two choices. Do I need sports sandals? Um, you are going to need sports sandals. Okay. Things could get wet. Okay. Um, Jim's going to present us with two choices. We're going to debate the relative merits. If we need any points of clarification on those two choices, we'll be able to ask Jim. Because Jim is the master of Would You Rather, once we've all punched in our answers, so to speak. Jim will take that opportunity to tell us whether we are correct or incorrect. Okay. And then I'll take out Leonard Malton's Guide to Movies. Wait, wait a minute. minute. Oh, no, wait a minute. The wrong show. That's, and then I'll high. play some calls with people <laughs> saying something they've overheard. Yep. Okay. Jim, uh, what is this week's Would You Rather? Okay, here you go. Would you rather be a master of the martial art Jeet Kune Do? Or have self-laundering clothing. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow. Now, Jim, tell us, I know that you know a little bit about Jeet Kune Do. You were at one point a practitioner of the art, weren't you? For a brief time in my college years. This is the martial art practiced by, invented, correct, Jim, invented by Bruce Lee? Yeah, yeah, this is a, this is a, a, a sort of style developed by Bruce Did- Lee, which is sort of known for not really being a style it's like the uh it's sort of like the original uh mixed martial art it just mm. sort of takes is there is works. is there facial expressions involved and 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 weird yelps yes okay is there nunchucks involved Can be. how important is kicking uh, highly hmm. 
It's one of, of the most powerful strikes. A lot of kicks. Is a six-pack necessary? Uh, that's uh, that's a, a prerequisite. It's, it's, it's definitely necessary. It comes you, with a package. You, oh, but it would come with a package. We just, wouldn't have to do... You just have one. Oh, okay, okay. We automatically get that? Yeah, right. Okay. And can't Ooh. wait. And is this six pack maintained? And this physique, I guess I should say this Jeet Kundo Master Physique, is this maintained no matter what kind of lifestyle I lead? Like, do I have to keep it up, or just because I'm a master, I can just, uh, you know, drink and eat burgers all the time and, and I'll still be uh, shredded? Yeah, this is, this is not a, uh, a magical body image. Uh, you, will, you will be, you know, given. Everything that the the Jeet Kune Do master has, and uh, you know, if, if you choose to uh, to take the burger eating lifestyle, then yeah. that that may go away. But could I be like a cool fat martial arts guy, like Sammo Hung? Yeah. Could I appear on a television show with Arsenio Hall, potentially? Most definitely, potentially. So, so wait, so but your Jeet Kune Do skills never go away. Like even if you like, even if you neglect your physique and training, you still are great at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, you are, you are, you are a, a gifted uh, master of the right. art. So, so I could pretty much kick anyone's ass at all without if they don't have a gun or but if they had a sword or a knife, I could probably take them. Right. That goes without saying. And even maybe with a gun. Uh, maybe, maybe with a gun, depending on the circumstance. But I'm a master, so we can use film rules, right? Film rules? That means that I can kick anyone's ass no matter what they have. No, that's uh, not what a master... Master doesn't mean fictional world, Mark. Yeah, you're in the real world. Oh, uh, see, I... How does it affect your fucking skills, the fact that you're a Jeet Kune Do master? Are you better in the sack for any particular reason? I would, I would say that you have uh, great uh, stamina, self-control. Are you okay. not allowed to use your, uh, your master skills in the bedroom out of fear you might kill the person? That's not going to happen. Okay. All you're right. a, you're, in, this, in this situation, you're a gentle lover. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone always said about not Bruce a, Lee. He's a gentle a, lover. A, a distant planet. You know, you're not Superman or something. Sure. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. Uh, wait, let's wait. I need to. I have some questions. I know that you guys only have questions about Jeet Kune Do. Yeah, I have and some fucking. questions. I have some questions about clothes, about sure. self laundering clothes. Sure. How effective would you say the self laundering function is on my clothes? Like, is it like could it also potentially remove stains? Like, how good is it? Like, is it like tide good? Is it uh, you know spray and wash good, or is it OxyClean good? It's like it's like you know take take it to the cleaners. Oh wow! Oh, wait, wait. Clean, you know, have, have somebody else do it. That that level of quality. What about olive oil? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 not like self repairing clothes. You know, if you burn your shirt or something, that you know that 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 can't be clean. But if it can be cleaned, uh, you know, if if there's a if a cleaning method exists, these these clothes will will. Magic. Would you would you be would you be willing to add the, re- the repairing quality as well? This isn't a negotiation, oh, Marin. I'm sorry. I thought there's only one master of would you rather okay, here. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I just, you're not buying a Buick. No, but I mean self cleaning. I it just it seemed like we could have. Don't come onto my podcast and try and buy a Buick, Mark. I thought we could build on this, Jesse. I'm sorry. Go ahead and ask some more questions. Starch is starch included? Uh, no, no, no. Starch, starch is the. Uh, that's a add, that's add on. Yeah, 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 that's a that's an add on. What about just pressing in general? Like if I if I self clean my shirts, does that mean I don't have to iron them? Yeah, yeah. They will they will be you know self ironing. Well, how is they're not going to magically pick up you know an iron won't be floating in the air or something, but they will have the capability to uh, clean and press themselves. I don't know why you wouldn't add starch in that. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I think I'm ready. Really, you're ready already. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, jeez, I'm having a really hard time. I spend a lot of time ironing. Well, I'll go. I'll go first, and then you guys can. Okay. You guys can still think about it. I don't need to say? think about it. Uh, I've already got my nunchucks. Yeah, no, I'm saying Jeet Kune Do because you can just take your laundry to a laundry place and say, "Clean these, or I'll one inch punch you in your heart so it explodes." <laughs> And then the guy will clean it because he's afraid of you. You can do that with the Jin Kundo? Yeah, that's like a thing of Jin Isn't that the heart? You can explode the one inch a heart? punch heart explosion? Jim, can you clarify this point? I think it is. 
Yeah, it's uh, the, there. There is no heart ex- exploding, but there is no. a one-inch punch that will do a lot of damage. But you're not going to. So just like a dry cleaner, I like your average dry cleaner. How damaging it has is a that? it has a very high damage per inch ratio. So you could probably. Someone has a pre-existing condition, mm-hmm. then that maybe probably would stop there. So you, you would kill a dry cleaner because he's been around those chemicals all day. Well, I would threaten to. Well, no, yeah, it might kill him. I guess. Yeah, because of pre-existing conditions from yeah. the chemicals. Mister hmm. Mister Chin, please. Yeah. Sit down. I've got some bad news for you. Mm-hmm. It's your heart. I recommend that you get out of the dry cleaning business. You see, if someone knew G. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that you made that a Chinese laundry. I, I, I appreciate it is. that. Yeah. That was good. Sure. Sure. Sorry. I'm, look, if, if that's racist, I apologize, and I change it to Fuamsit, and it's a Lao laundry. Well, no, I think we were all thinking Chinese laundry because we were in the Bruce Lee arena. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you, and I don't think it was racist. I just thought it was... Uh, an topical. Sure, it was to- topical. And Jesse, you dropped in those <laughs> gong sound effects when we were talking about yeah. it, right? Yeah, exactly. I also changed the uh, I changed the theme music for this week's episode of the program to sound vaguely Asian-y, and at the end go... Okay, would it, would it be racist of me in this situation that if I was a, a Jin Kun Do, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Master Kun Do, right. yeah. In the situation sure. we're talking about... Uh, would it be racist uh, as me, Mark Marin, when the dry cleaner said that's going to cost forty dollars for me to go? <laughs> Basically, we're using the skill to threaten dry cleaners <laughs> and possibly get away with a little light racism. Sure. <laughs> yeah. See now, because I think those are the sounds we make when we get this this skill, right? Jim, you learned Jeet Kune Do is making a weird noise a, an important part of it, or, or is that all a filmic construct? That's all. That's all. That's all fiction. I mean, but you you, you can do it if you want. But there's it's it, it, nowhere is it nowhere is it written that you got to make goofiness. I mean, I get that. Like, I get that that exclamation like is a way to like exhale and like bring force to the strikes. But do I have to yell a stereotypical karate thing? Can I just yell like party time or something while I'm punching? Okay. No. All right. Here's the thing, though. No matter what you yell, nobody's gonna talk shit. Because you're a fucking Jeet Kune Do master. You one-inch punch their fucking dry cleaner ass. I think we, yeah, we can take that out and use that on anybody. I could have used sure. it today at Chipotle and gotten a free uh, salad bowl. Mm-hmm. A lot of things I could have done with that. How many policemen do you think I could take if I knew the JKD? <laughs> Police? Do you have trouble with policemen? Well, I would if I was doing this to dry cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just going punching dry cleaners left and right. Yeah, no, I think, the, I think the choice is clear. I'm saying Jeet Kune Do. And, I mean, with added nunchuck skills, I mean, I think that's, that's a pretty, hey, do we get a pretty the, easy sell for me. F- f- uh, the, the stars, can we throw the stars? Oh, yeah. Can, can you throw the stars? That's, that's, uh, that, that's not really uh, part, part of the uh, art, but if, if you chose to throw stars, you'd be pretty damn good at it. Just because okay. you're a strong man. For, for a layman. Yeah. I want to have all those skills. I want nunchucks. I want stars. Uh, I want um, what some other ones? How about a polax? Yeah, some of that. Uh, the quick kicks. I, I want that. But I see. I still up think... close magic. <laughs> yeah, like card tricks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get... Wait a minute. Are we talking about learning to be Bruce Lee or Ricky J? Well, no. Then it, then you can go. That is your card, and now it's sticking out of your eye. Yeah, and you're dead. <laughs> Aren't you impressed? I want to be in a lot of David Mamet movies. Sure. I want to have a successful one-man show. Um, yeah, it sounds like there's a lot more range with the uh, Jin... Jin yeah. oh, how do you say it? Jeet Kune Do. Jeet Kune Do. So are you going Jeet Kune Do as well, Mark? Dude, I don't need clean clothes. Right. That's true. I don't need to iron anything. You, you can, can probably get away. punch the stains out. Well, yeah, well sure, but I like, I like uh, my smell. I'm okay with uh, no. you know, a slightly yeah. dirty clothing. If you're pants. musty, people would think it's just character, the smell of character. No, I am musty, and it's got nothing to do mm-hmm. with character. It's just a problem I've had since I was in junior high. Mm. Sure. <laughs> um, Jim, I mean, I think that obviously the natural thing is for me to say self-laundering clothes, because I do do my own laundry, unlike Jordan, who, 
who has who has a French maid come into his house and take care of it for him. It's true. She's she's as offensive a stereotype as the Asian dry cleaner. She is as as lusty and double entendre making. Her name is literally Pepe Le Pew. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gotta say, the appeal of being able to do Jeet Kune Do. I mean, the part of here. Let me ask you this one last question before I decide. Like, Whoa. I know that I know that Jeet Kune Do is like focused party time. I know it's a form that's focused on kicking ass, Jim. But is it? There are also like elements of Wu Shu where I could do stuff that's really cool too, right? Like put on a put on an awesome show. Oh sure, sure. I mean, you're you know you're you're highly capable in in uh, in many different. Uh, styles and movements and all this other stuff you could you know it's, it's very impressive yeah i mean I, ultimately i'm gonna have to for me it boils down to what would be the best opening ceremony for an olympic games mm. and it's got to be the jkd hey, oh could i how would i fare in a fight with joe rogan like if that were to happen <laughs> I, i'm not gonna answer that mark are you are you anticipating that happening sometime soon it sounds like that's a very specific concern if it no i would just it. like to uh, have that skill without uh, working for it at all okay. you know i uh, joe and i get along fine but right. i know he's into that and he's a sports guy and oh, he does sure. the uh, the 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 ultimate fancy fighting stuff sure and i just wondered like uffc <laughs> uffc the ultimate fancy yeah, fighting ultimate fancy fighting and and i was just wondering <laughs> if if like i was on joe's podcast and he was like um i'm gonna choke you out and i'll mm-hmm. and i'd be like whoa sure where's the coin embedded in your spine <laughs> yeah how's still, that for a trick sure i'm still hung up on and ultimate get this fancy the moon fighting. landing was real you yeah. say as he's passing <laughs> out he doesn't know there's no that. there's no problem there he's just my only point of reference oh, for, okay uh, for a the, guy uh, who you know who would the, potentially fight right the uh, the ultimate fancy fighting i yeah. i i love ultimate fancy fighting i'm thinking about possible ultimate fancy fighting moves Earl of Sandwich Flurry is yeah. one of well, them. Well, you, 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 every day you dress, you dress appropriately for uh, Ultimate Fancy oh, Fighting. Oh, man. Well, okay, so I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the majority here and, and, and say Jeet Kune Do, just because it seems really cool, even though it is, I think, a significant responsibility. Um, Jim, you're the master of Would You Rather. Are we correct or incorrect? You know, this is really interesting, because I, I, I didn't think I was going to be able to get this by you guys, and... You're all wrong. Oh, my God. I haven't been wrong in literally in years, Jane. Yeah, no, I don't think this has ever happened before. Yeah, unprecedented. You're you're, you're all wrong. Oh, my God. I had had a list uh, of of why uh, self-laundry clothing would be better than Jeet Kune Do Master, but after... You know, hearing you guys all argue your points, it seems very clear that if you had this power, you'd all end up in jail. Uh, <laughs> and, and you know that that just that just sort of trumped uh, all, all of my previous reasons. So it's it's wow. Uh, it fortifies even more the correct answer. Wow. Self laundering clothing. Well, that is. I mean, Jim. All I can say is thank you. I mean, you're yeah. the master of would you rather, guys. I, I feel s- like we're all inside an O. Henry story right well, now. Well, well, Wait a minute! What's so bad about jail? <laughs> yeah, if you can just karate guys in jail, become king of no jail. No one's going to mess with you. Yeah. You probably get some good stories. Sure. You can podcast from there. Mm-hmm. You can hang out. You, uh, the number one currency is uh, vacuum sealed packages of mackerel, which are called Max. Is that true? Yes. Of mackerel. Yes. The fish. Yes, because it's hard because you can't buy cigarettes at the commissary anymore. This is in, I believe, California state prisons. Uh, I might be getting that wrong. Somebody's going to have to Google mackerel and Max. But you can't buy cigarettes anymore at the commissary. The most convenient thing you can buy, it costs a dollar, is a pack, a vacuum-sealed package of mackerel, uh, which is like, you know, like a, the fish you'd buy at the dollar store. I know what mackerel is. So now here we are in... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to suggest that you didn't know what mackerel was. We're in was, jail. Mark. We're small businessmen. Uh, <laughs> we're at the top of the food chain because of our fighting skills. We're everything that's great about America. Yeah, I think you got to rethink your, your assumption. Oh, now, hold on, Mark. What? Did I do something wrong? Hold on. What happened? I'm sorry. I know that you're a celebrity podcaster. I know you're a successful stand-up comedian, but are you the master of Would You Rather? No, I'm not. So I apologize. Mm. Okay. 
I apologize. I, I accept your apology on behalf of Jim, who's too busy mastering Would You Rather. It sounds like Jim's actually, uh, he's actually washing his dishes right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, How would you know that? <laughs> There's some clinking. Really some light clinking. But I guess when you are a master of something, you can, you can multitask. You know, like. I'm, a, I'm also a master of refilling my ice tray, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, thank you so much for joining us once again on Jordan Jessica. It was really nice to have you back on the show. We missed you, pal. Guys, it was a lot of fun, uh, and I can't wait to do it again. Okay, talk to you later. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. With us from the hit podcast WTF. Mark Marin, host of The Sound of Young America. Best friend with John Hamm and Brian Cranston. <sighs> oh, did I mention that they're going to be on the show this week? No! And- you mentioned it several times! Not Party time! Um, oh, gosh. Well, Mark, it was a joy to have you here, as, as it is always. Thank you. Uh, it's a delight. Mark, you actually, it's, it's funny that you mentioned uh, plugging upcoming guests. <laughs> You'll be a guest on The Sound of Young America sometime in the next couple of weeks. Oh, we yeah, already we, recorded that interview just the other day. Yeah, I've been here twice in one week. It's, it, I, know we're just, I didn't even have to look at the address. Mm-hmm. I drove here without referencing any sort of map application. You just looked for the grand entrance. I did. I looked for the palatial... Uh, Sure. Arch. You look yeah. for the distinctive hats on my guardsmen. Yes, and they are very nice. They Thank remember you. me from the other day, Thank and you. then they said, but uh, you're not okayed for today. And then you came down the long stairway with down. your two dogs on leather leashes and your Oxford shoes and your press shirt. <laughs> you know what? A lot of people think that just because I have guardsmen with distinctive hats means that I'm some kind of rich guy. But the reality is that those hats aren't made out of mink. They're made out of nutria. And the reality is that those men are slaves. <laughs> no, they're, they're affordable, affordable. low No, come on, be honest. They're interns. <laughs> yeah, right. They're getting college credit to be your uh, to be your paramilitary. Well, they're getting college credit if they do a good job, Jordan. Oh, they did. Okay. A, they did a very good job yeah. this time. With okay. Me. Well, the flag uh, ceremony is about to begin, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that about time to fold that? You music. Sure. Uh, Mark, it's been a joy to have you here. Thank you. People can find your program at WTFpod.com. Yes, that is true. Uh, and on their local public radio station, by the way. And we are, we've got a new round of the public radio show coming this winter. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, probably, we haven't figured out the exact date that it's going to start, but I'm going to guess like January, something like that. Somewhere around there, January, it, February. You're the guy. You're the guy making them with me. Yep. So we're, we're going to see. But if your station didn't already carry WTF, I'm not organizing a campaign or anything because program directors hate that. They can but still you should, run them, right? Whenever they want. I mean, they can yeah, get the Yeah, you should ask end. people to go to prx.org slash WTF and check it out if you like that show and you want to hear it on your local public radio station. If there's any other shows mm. that you want to hear on your local public radio station again i'm not running some kind of organized campaign the program director i hear that sound of young america is good i've heard that i heard that actually from jad abumrad at the public radio program directors he's he's been ordained a genius i believe his exact quote was if you're not carrying the sound of young america on your station then you really should be did he say that he said that did it sound like a genius saying it oh it sounded Mm. tremendous well jad was saying it so you know it had some Right. Sound effects going on. It had some interesting stutters in it. Yeah. And it was yeah. all broken down in an interesting way to make sure. you yeah. go, wow, I never even thought of that. Krolwich kind of got up in his face a little, but uh-huh. in a friendly yeah, way sure. that helped clarify the situation. That sounds like a smarty pants party you were at. Oh, man, it was tremendous. Only the Jad Rod part, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know what, though? I'll t- say this one thing about the Public Radio Program Directors Conference. Mm-hmm. I go there every year. Every year, it's like putting my face through a series of plate glass windows. But I will say that the people that you, if the people that you love in public radio are the same as the ones that I love, which is to say, I love Jad Abumrad, I love Brooke Gladstone, I love Ira Glass, I love Planet Money, and I love uh, Jay Allison. If you love those people, every year those fuckers show up at the PRPD and kick ass. They fucking make speeches that call people out on the carpet. They use their powers for good. Every year, it's like, it's so, in this world of no one doing anything risky at all, 
those guys and ladies all go into that place and really risk their reputations wow. on calling on public radio stations to do good things. I just think it's weird this that is... Click and Clack get up there and say all that racist stuff. <laughs> Last year, Click and Clack went up and they were wearing... Uh, that was quite a speech show. I they, mean, were the, novelty, yes. they were wearing uh, novelty swimming clothes, like flippers and one of those like little giraffe flotation devices oh, that goes funny. around your waist and like a snorkel mask. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the premise was, but... <laughs> it doesn't need one. Yeah. It doesn't need one. They get Stop. A, they Comedy get, achieved. The problem was that they it was in this huge ballroom, yeah. and they had to cross the entire ballroom in, you know, fins. And yeah. they're old men. Sure. I don't think I'm speaking out of school when I say, I mean, they're at least in their mid to late 60s. I think one of them maybe is 68 and one of them 71 or something mm. like that. So the room quieted down when it should have been laughing. Well, there was a laugh when they yeah. entered. Sure, but then there was a the wait. <laughs> there, there was, was 10 more minutes. Long cross. Just the, such a long cross in their... And then no payoff. No payoff at all, as I remember. What did they talk about? I don't remember. Why. I don't remember. I mean, car talk. They just said a couple things. Do you want to I mean, be drowning like, in new subscribers? Was it something like that? What they're, model car is that? What model car? They're the most... That's a perfect Tom and Ray impression, <laughs> by the way. God, you missed your calling. My, you could have been... My, my uh, brother's not so smart. The Hondas always do that. I'm Diane Rehm. Yeah. What okay. sound is it making? <laughs> Our theme music, Love You by Puzzle. The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. You can find us online at MaximumFun.com. Holy shit, we didn't pick a pick of the, we didn't pick a Whoa, tweet of the week. With all this talk about Twitter. We didn't pick a fucking tweet of the week. Holy shit, this is what happens when I try and do... You want a, me to, I'll go on my Twitter. Would that help? I, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going on... You will I mean, you search, kind of, your, your addiction we're forces you to. We got to find, we got to find the hashtag JJGo. And decide which oh. one of them gets a free T-shirt. I wouldn't have any before of those. we go. Yeah, I'm mine. Oh, I bet you would. Geez. You'd have a ton. Want me to just do one? I'll make one up. <laughs> oh my gosh! You can just have a T-shirt if you want to. I think. Oh, so now see now Heather is tweeted about Waldorf students. Mm-hmm. We hate those, right? Is that the one we hate? We do hate them. Yes. Okay. Good. Oh. I like this one. I'm going to go with Eric EJ at EJK. He says, "Are you a friend of Chip Dipson?" It's Jordan Jesse Go, brought to you by the Hawaiian Pineapple Council. Yep. Because we talked uh, about pineapple fucking last week. Joke laden. <sighs> Great. I'll okay. Re- can I read one of my tweets? Yeah, email sure. EJ, EJK <laughs> at EJK. Email intern at MaximumFun.org with your T-shirt size and your address. Okay, Mark. Do uh, I just, Someone just says, have you read Gravity's Rainbow? Words of advice. Uh, if you can get through the first four pages... You've done enough. Try again another time. <laughs> <laughs> We're just having some Twitter fun with Mark Marin. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah.